Hey, this is Mary with Sniff Dog Talks Dogs. Welcome to ex- episode 22. Uh, today, I was thinking about food. I was asked about dog food today um, by my friend who's getting a puppy. Her little Dublin, um, she's picking up on Thursday the 27th. So we were talking about food and she called the breeder and she was very excited to find out that the breeder would be sending her home with food. Um, you know, so she was asking, should she stay on the food and stuff? So we were just talking about a couple of things. Um, we'll definitely go into more detail tomorrow when we jump on a call with her and her husband and her son. And, you know, we answer questions. They, I don't think, I think maybe they've all had kids, you know, they've each had dogs when they were kids, but, um, they're going to do great. I know they're going to do great, but I know they have a lot of questions. And so we're just going to go over some things, but I was thinking about the food and, um, you know, gosh, when I in the shop, it was, I, I mean, I just talked food all day long, every day and, uh, just some, you know, general guidelines. Um, you know, you'll hear different, different things from so many different people about food. Um, you know, a lot of vets will tell you, you know, pick a food and that's it. That's what they eat their whole lives. Don't ever change it. Uh, if you change it and they get sick or, you know, develop an allergy, you're not going to know what it's to. But if you go more like the holistic vet route, then they will say you absolutely should change their food. Every single bag that you buy should be, you know, a different protein so that they have a variety of food that they're taking in so that they don't end up with an allergy. So I've seen people on each side of the fence on this. Um, there are some people that are insistent they're going to get the same food and they're going to get the biggest bag possible. It doesn't matter if they're getting a 30 pound bag of food for a six pound chihuahua. That's what they're getting. The dog's going to eat it. That's it. And then there are other people that agonize, absolutely agonize over what food to get their dog. And, and, um, you know, is their dog doing well on it and are they happy about it? And, um, you know, I've seen people everywhere in the middle. So, uh, I had a friend that she, she did a lot of pet sitting and so her dog just absolutely had to just fit in. So her dog went immediately onto the food that everyone else was eating, which was adult food. So she fed her dog from day one adult food and she ended up doing a lot of agility with her dog. And, and it's funny because it's a French bulldog. So, um, they've done great, but, um, you know, then other people are like, nope, they're doing puppy food until a year and a half, which I think is a little crazy, but, um, you know, so there, there's all different things, but there are some general guidelines that you want to look for. And, um, I think it's always better to have stuff that you can pronounce, um, you know, ingredients that you might have a, a somewhat of a clue of what they are, uh, you know, maybe not made in a lab so much. Um, cause what you'll see is you'll see like a protein, every food needs a binding agent. Um, you know, some will throw in vegetables. Some vets are like, what do they need vegetables for? You know, and other people are like my dog loves vegetables. So there's all different things, but then the, you get into the, how all the processing of the food and that's why they have the pill packet at the end, which is like all of the niacin and, you know, vitamin D and, you know, all that kind of stuff. They have to add it all back in because the actual processing and in, in making the kibble, they're draining out all of the, uh, all of the nutrients basically. So, you know, and then you, you have to make a food that is stable to sit on a shelf as long as it does. And then be in, in a bag in a person's house. So, um, there's a lot to it, but, uh, you know, there, there's definitely, um, you know, an argument for raw feeding. That's a whole nother issue in and of itself. Um, there's home cooking that you can do. You have to make sure that it's balanced. Uh, a lot of people are like, well, I'm just going to get chicken from the butcher, you know, from the grocery store and, and that'll be fine. And, you know, dogs can end up with deficiencies that way. So you want to find a, um, you know, a balanced, um, recipe to make for your dog, but that's actually, it's not, 
that difficult to do if you just set aside the time to just cook in batches and freeze it. Um, it's, it's actually not that hard to do. Uh, it's definitely a commitment. It's way more of a commitment than kibble. Kibble is definitely the easiest. It's the go-to for most people. Um, but definitely some things that I would always advise people is make sure that you have like three brands that your dog, you know that your dog does well on. Um, I didn't see a ton of recalls in my 10 years, but I did see the big one in 2007. And that was just, I had just opened about six months before that hit or not even that long, but uh, you know, it wasn't anything that I carried, but, um, and I didn't have a massive, you know, clientele, but, um, a lot of people end up in a real lot of problems with that, um, because their dog had been on a certain food for so long and then all of a sudden it's not available and all that. So I always recommend that there are about three different brands that you have, you know, you know that your dog likes and, and does well on so that if you do need to switch them quickly, you can, um, a really good tip, uh, in switching dogs on dog food is, um, if you have to switch really quickly, like I've had people call me, they're on vacation. They're like, I'm about to go in a pet store. What do I buy? They don't, you know, I don't think they carry my food. And so what I would say is just do boiled beef or boiled, uh, or boiled chicken and rice for like two or three days and then just wean them onto a new food. Um, just like you were doing if they were sick and you were weaning them back onto kibble. So that's a way to just kind of break it and, and start over again. But, um, you know, you do want to transition them. Um, dogs that haven't um, had these quick switches will oftentimes have stomach upset, um, you know, so you want to do it gradually where you, you know, you're going to take three quarters of the old food and then add in a quarter of the new and do that for a couple of days, see how they're doing and then make it half and half and then three quarters. And it it can take 10 days. It can take 30 days. Um, now it kind of depends on the dog. Other people, I had customers that would come in and every time they bought a bag, it was a different brand. It was a different protein. Um, some had grain, some didn't. Um, grain isn't the, you know, menacing ingredient that, um, that it's kind of been made out to be for the past couple of years. A lot of dogs do so well on a, just a basic chicken and rice formula or lamb and rice. Um, you know, there's all, there's all different new kinds of, kinds of foods and, and combinations and grains that are being used and grains, you know, they can get a good energy from them and, and all that. They're, they're not the evil, um, thing that they've actually been kind of portrayed to for certain dogs. Some dogs can't tolerate them. Um, my guy couldn't at all. He didn't do well with grains. Um, he did much better on a grain-free kibble. When I got him, I ended up opening eight bags of dog food until he finally settled on one. And, um, that was taste of the wild. And he did, he just ate that his whole, you know, the whole time that I had him for almost five years. So, um, you know, he never had any interest in anything else. So other dogs get picky and every bag has to be different. Um, you know, another thing is don't buy too big of a bag. I was talking to my friend today about that, how it's tempting, you know, that you just want to buy a bag. You want to be stocked up. You want to have it ready. Uh, but what can happen is if you get a bag that, that is too big you can end up by the time you get to the bottom of it, it's going to be stale it's been in this bag. It might not be sealed properly. It's who knows how long it was on the shelf for. Um, your dog's been eating the same thing every day. And a lot of times dogs will turn off of food. Um, they won't eat it or they'll have stomach upset. And it's interesting because I heard my boss, my boss was saying like two days ago that his dog, he has a, um, a golden doodle. And he was saying how, um, he was throwing up, he was eating leaves and he was throwing up and then he was having diarrhea and he was like, Oh, I don't know what's going on. And then funny, two days later, I heard him just today, I heard him ordering a 30 pound bag of, of food for his dog. And I, all of a sudden it just kind of dinged in my head. I'm like, that very well could be why 
every so often his dog has stomach upset, wants to eat everything, you know, diarrhea, like the whole thing. Um, and I know that he buys the big bags and he's only a 28 pound dog. So, um, he's definitely not, it's, you know, 30 pound bag for a great Dane is perfectly normal, but for even like a 50 pound Wheaton, that's crazy. Um, you know, so you want to get the smallest bag, you know, that, that you can work into your life. Um, you know, people are, are, um, like I had customers that would come in, they'd buy five small bags at once, different, different, um, proteins, and they would just rotate them. So, um, you know, and there's a lot of plans out there, like in, in the independence, they always have like a, you know, like a buy 12, get one free or something like that. A lot of the manufacturers do it too. So, so those are just some basic tips, you know, um, you want to stick to the more general ingredients, less ingredients is better. Um, if your dog is going to develop an allergy with food, which I think environmental is probably way more prevalent, uh, than one to food. But if they are going to develop an allergy to, in, you know, to, with a food, it's going to be to the protein. So, um, you know, lamb used to be the exotic protein and that's been in, you know, in mainstream for, for decades now. Um, you know, now it's like the kangaroo and ostrich and there's even like, um, is it alligator? Yeah, it's alligator, um, you know, pheasant. So, so there's different ones. Some people say like, oh, no, no fin, no feathers for doodles. Like kind of, you hear these crazy things, but, um, you know, it really does depend on, on the dog individually. People come in and say, I want your best dog food and best dog, best food for your dog is the food that your dog does the best on is, is what it really, really boils down to. Um, you know, and just don't fall into the trap of changing the food too fast because your dog's getting picky and training you to go and get him new food anytime he feels like it. So, um, you know, it's, there's a lot that can be done. I, who knows? We probably talked about this before. Um, you know, but, but just some basic things It would, it just came up cause we were talking, you know, for the puppy about getting food and, and all that. So, um, so just some things to talk about, to think about. Um, so as always, if you want to get in touch, um, info at sniffdog.com, uh, you can always check out our website, uh, sniffdog.com or give a call 508-653-7387, uh, is the number. And uh, I hope that everybody is having a great day. All right. We'll talk to you later.